So, Father, Lord, I thank you for the way that has already been paved for me to follow her footsteps. And now, God, I pray that you preach me that your people, God, would be blessed by hearing the word of the Lord. And God, that they may take the word and allow it to fall in their hearts, that they may produce fruit that is prepared and ready for the master's use. And now, God, I give you honor, praise, and glory for your presence in this atmosphere. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Look at your neighbor says, I'm too far gone to compromise my Jesus. To compromise is to yield or acquiesce. Means to give way and accept a standard that is lower than the desired one. So when you accept a standard that is lower than the desired one, you accommodate. That means that you give in and you just make accommodation for whatever it may be. Now, making the accommodation, you make also a deal with the other party where you give up a part of your demand so that you can compromise. Now, there was a time when there were in a discrepancy in the church. The first thing the leaders did was look to the word of the Lord. And not only did they look to the word, but they stood on the foundation of the truth. And then they dealt with that discrepancy in the church. We didn't get away with some of the things that you all get away with. Today, um, I know that oftentimes in this generation, we don't like to be put on blast or display. But when we did something wrong in the church, they'll sit you on the back row. So when everybody walk through, they see you. And they know that you did something that you shouldn't have done. But we, we don't have uh, that type of discipline Today, because leaders don't understand that Jesus has not changed his mind. Some will have a question today about who Jesus is. Some will come into the house of the Lord and they will question the standards of Jesus. But just like Peter, who received a revelation from the Lord. The Bible says that Jesus said to him, flesh and blood have not revealed this unto you, but my Father who's in heaven. So just like Peter who have received a revelation from the Lord, we who have been touched by Jesus, we who have been touched by Jesus 
and have received the truth about who he is feel a certain way. If you ever have experienced this touch from Jesus and then try to explain it to someone else. It's like the blind man that told the Pharisees. I don't know who he is. Whether he's a sinner or not. All I know. I was blind. But now I see. Then we. Say within ourselves. I wasn't going to tell. Nobody. But I just couldn't keep it. Then when we tried to explain it, we said, something got a hold of me. All I know, I was in the back of the church. But I ended up at the front. Then what happened to me, something came over me and put a running in my feet. So the touch of God changes or it causes the individual to respond to what they have experienced yeah. with Jesus. So when Jesus told Peter, for everybody that have been touched and received the truth like that, like his response, like our response, he says, I'm going to build my church. That's the church that God says the gates of hell shall not prevail. That's the church that understand that when you have an expediter that's telling you to praise the Lord. You won't be the one sitting in your seat because you've been touched. You've been touched by God. Jesus says, I know those who labor among me. The devil cannot take and come against that which God has instituted in the house of the Lord to steal from you what's rightfully yours. I told the church apostles spake that one of the things that we understand concerning our creation. Uh When God created us, he created us in our image, in our likeness. But you are the only one that have been created with a body. And because you have been created with a body, anything else Uh without a body is illegal in this earth. So when God said in Genesis 26, let us make man, he then says, let them have dominion. Come on. Yes, You got dominion because you have a body. And anything that does not have a body is illegal. This is why when Satan entered earth, Hemisphere. Yeah. He had to get permission from the snake. The Bible says that the serpent yeah. 
gave him his body. And now when he was speaking to Eve from the body of the serpent, then the serpent after the devil got finished with him, God cursed the serpent. Because why he allowed the devil to use his body. But even God would not take and enter earth hemisphere without a body. Telling you important if you just really understand what God instituted for you as someone that he said, let them have dominion. So God says in order for me to come and do what I need to do, I need what did he do? He went to Mary and says, Mary, will you give me permission to have your body? And the Bible says that the Holy Ghost came upon her. And what was born of Mary was the Son of God. And then God says, I'm now legal to come in and bring forth a kingdom. And my kingdom that I bring forth is to destroy the works of the devil. See, this is why the devil has no ability and opportunity unless you let him and consent to him. While you're sitting in this praise auditorium, while you're sitting in the midst of God moving and with power and get bound, that's something wrong with Somebody needs to tell the devil, get out, get out of me. Get away from around me. I believe that what Jesus told Peter was, he says, the gates of hell should not prevail. And this is why I believe, apostle, in the church today, we need to allow the youth to see that there is a standard. That still has to be measured not by the standard of the world, but the standard of Jesus. We cannot acquiesce and give in and allow the enemy to infiltrate the church with things that did not institute with God. For we are living in a day that God speaks of the falling away, the rebelliousness of what's happening in the church that people would depart from the faith. Some of the things that we're going through in our lives right now is some of the things you did to yourself. We don't like to take, my God, responsibility. We like to blame other folk for what we're going through. We like to blame folk while we can't praise God. We like to blame folk while we can't read our Bible. We like to blame the preacher because the preacher won't agree with our lifestyle. What's wrong with the church? I'm not going to compromise my Jesus. Jesus understood what he told Peter. Then he gave Peter the binding and the loosened power. We got authority. God has given us the authority and the power to do what he has commanded us to do. Now, while I was in Cancun, I met this Jewish man. And I know it wasn't a coincidence because 
While I was working out, the Lord spoke to me and says, you've been here before. And while I was there, I spoke to this Jewish guy. He was speaking to me concerning some things that was in my ministry. And the thing that he spoke to me concerning what was happening is, he says, Pastor, I say unto you, at age 24, when I was at a crossroad and didn't know which way to turn, I went to see this rabbi and this rabbi told me, by a tree. He told me to look out the window. And he says, what do you see? He says, I see trees with leaves on it. And then he says, what else do you see? He says, I saw one of the leaves disconnect. And he says, man of God, I want you to know that in life, there are going to be some disconnections that's going to go on. But I want you to be released from it. The way things happen. I believe that it was spoken to me. My eyes zero in on his eyes. And I believe what the Lord was telling me, Apostle. He says, when you get back home to them crazy church folk. When I begin to disconnect them from the tree. It is designed by my purpose. For God is tired of the church coming into the house of the Lord. And understanding that salvation comes with rules. The Bible says that in order for you to understand that you don't do what you want to do in the house of the Lord. This is what's wrong with the church. And we feel as though if they disconnect, something got to be wrong. No, baby, it ain't got anything to be wrong. Because the one that's behind disconnecting this is God. They're the fool that thank my God that they're big and bad to do what they do in the house of the Lord. And they're not going to take and abide by the vision and the boundary that God has given. But the first thing that God told his disciples, he says, except a man deny his got too much selfishness in the church. Self-centeredness. It's about me. And we feel that everything is about me. So we act out in the house of the Lord where God is trying to heal. He's trying to set folk free. He's trying to deliver them. He's trying to bring them out. And while you're sitting in the church being a lump on the law, a rebellious child, going against leadership, acting like you know what you're doing, God says, I'll disconnect you like I'll disconnect the leaves from the trees. Y'all ain't helping me out. But God says, I need leaders. That ain't going to compromise. Leaders that's going to stand up. Not the leaders that Isaiah 56 and 10 talked about. Isaiah 56 and 10 called them dumb dogs. He said this watchmen have become blind in the church. They are ignorant. He says they are dumb dogs. They cannot bark. Sleeping, lying down. Loving to slumber. Said the leaders of our day, we don't stand up to declare the word of the Lord, the standard of God, the holiness of God. We allow things to slip away and we allow folk to do what they want to do in a house that God says, I built. If I check lately, there's only one architect. There's only one originator of the church that belongs to Jesus Christ. There was only one that designed how we ought the church. There's only one that died on the cross for the church. So I'd be doggone if I let you come in and change the order of the church. For the Bible declared that I am the 
I'm not compromising my Jesus. I'm too far gone. You see, we're, we're spending too much time trying to change behavior. Not enough time trying to change what people believe about God in themselves. See, we have this mindset and this is why we are fighting against those that won't ever come out of stuff because they don't believe that they're wrong in it I want to tell you to run through your church and screw everything you got and you can tell them that they're wrong but if they don't believe anything about the God of the Bible that told them don't fornicate. You ain't changing their behavior. And I think we spend too much time trying to tell them don't do this and don't do that. And not enough time telling them, telling them you just don't believe in the God of the Bible. You don't believe in the wickedness that you're doing. The day going to come. According to Ecclesiastes 12 and 13. The Bible says fear the Lord. This is the whole conclusion of the matter. God says obey God. And do his commandments. He says but everything that you have done in your body. Your body. You're going to give an account. Whether good or bad. Whether secret or unsecret. Some of you loosely do what you do in church. Yeah, that's what me and this missionary were talking about last night. In the church. Walk up in God's house in the church. Where holiness. Where the anointing of God resides. Folk ain't afraid to walk in the church. But we got dumb dogs that won't bark, won't tell them the truth, won't tell them you ain't saved, won't tell them you ain't born again, won't tell them that they need to be free. But I come to tell you today that there is a cross that Jesus shed on Calvary for your sins and mine. And we ain't got to be bound to the mess that we've been through in life. The Bible says you once were that. But now you have come out of that. You ought not to, my God, act like what you came out of. We need a church that understands that I cannot compromise. Jesus. What are you saying? You got to change what a person believes. Because if their belief is wrong, their behavior will be wrong. Give to my text. Paul came to Ephesus during his second missionary journey with Aquila and Priscilla. On his next missionary journey, Paul spent three years in Ephesus and had much success. Now, the content of the book of Ephesians is very similar to that of Colossians. Both stress the doctrine, those things that are right. Then he gives instructions that you ought to follow them out in practicality. So when Paul wrote Ephesians, 
Paul portrayed Jesus as the ascended, glorified Christ. Then he examines and he gives the understanding of Jesus being someone of splendor and glory. This is what I believe that what Paul wrote in the book of Ephesians and bringing forth to the church concerning our behavior. We serve a God. This is why I don't understand apostle. I sit in the church and sometimes I go to places I loathe. Because I say, I say, God, over my life, I have not crossed every T. I have not dotted every I. I messed up wrong. But but what 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 blesses me is that you still love me. Just my God, find yourself to the sanctuary. 
the same devil in Genesis, the man from the Gadarene, when Jesus touched across the sea and touched on land, the man that they could not keep in chains, the man that toiled all night in the tombs, when Jesus stepped on that, that land, the Bible declares he ran to Jesus and he said, my God, the son of God, why have you come to torment me for my time? I come to tell you that God, when we raise him up, when we raise up the standard of Jesus, there is something that causes demonic forces. There is something that causes folks that are sick to be healed. There is something that causes folks that have been in degradated standards. God says, I'll bring you out because I'm Jesus. So we're leaving it on the table. We're compromising our freedom. Things that we are bound with, we don't have to be. Because God has placed us in a place. And the Apostle Paul says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. In heavenly places. Yes. Look at what he did. He says now before the world was formed. Uh-huh. Before the mountain came. Yes. I had you on my mind. Yes. Before there was even anything that was put on this earth. He says I had you on my mind. Yes. We serve a God that did not just plan your deliverance now. But it was planned before the foundation of the world. He said before the foundation of the world, I chose you in me to do what? Be holy. Be blameless. He says, I want you to understand that you can live right. You can do what's right. Young ladies, you don't need them thugs digging in you. Young men, you don't need to walk around with your zipper hanging out. My God, young ladies, all you need to do is understand that there is a righteous, my God. You don't have to give your affection and your feelings. Some thug and some Negro that don't love you, my God, before what you got. This is why I say, why buy the cow when you can get the milk free? You got to raise up a standard. Make that nigga wait. Tell him I'm saved, sanctified, and I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Some of you got to stop this mess, my God. Allow the enemy, my God, to stop you from your progress in the Lord. Some of you young folk, you got to understand that love is not found between the sheets. But love is found in Jesus. Some of you old digabuds, you're still out here running and doing all what you're doing. My God, trying to be young. Try to act like you're young. And my God, if you're old as dirt, you need to come on in the house and give your life to Jesus. Some of you older women that are walking around with your tights on. My God, showing every roll in your body. Take the darn tights off in the my God. Where that's your house. Nobody want to see that mess. But we want to, my God, now acquiesce and give in to the devil. The Bible said, trust and modest the pair. God said, trust and modest the pair. We are believers and we are Christians. And we ought to show the world that we belong to Jesus. Do I got anybody in here right now that my God would testify? I'm not going to compromise my Jesus. He lifted me out of the muck and the mire. He raised me from the grave. I was on my way to hell, but he shifted. He changed my life. And I'm so glad that 
Jesus lifting me. Glory. Hallelujah. That's what God did. He didn't just lift you from a place that you were in, but He lifted you in heavenly places. He lifted you to have all spiritual blessings. You want to know where the real war is going? The real war is in the heavenlies. The Bible declares that Paul said, Paul says, when I went in 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, I found myself in paradise, in the third heaven. Paul says, I was in the third heaven, and I could not utter the things that was offered to utter in the earth. When I heard the man of God said, if there's a third heaven, there got to be a first and a second heaven. When I look up at the stars and the firmament, when I see the sun and all those things, that's the first heaven. But then there is a second heaven where I believe that Satan, my God, he tried to rule and reign. How do you know that, preacher? Because Daniel said, while he was praying, he says, your prayer would have got down before now. He said, but I had to fight with the king of Persia. But I believe that Michael came to Gabriel's assistance because Daniel was on his knees taking dominion. He was on his knees praying unto the Lord. And I believe that prayer, when it began to my God move in the heavens, now you're doing something. Look at your neighbor and say, that's spiritual warfare. You can move the devil out of his way. You can take authority and power in the heavens. You can go, my God, where the battle really is. I wish I had some saints that would understand that we're qualified. My God, only by Jesus Christ. When we set in Jesus in heavenly places and all spiritual blessings, we can, my God, tear down the kingdom of Satan. We can tell the devil, you have no authority. You have no power over my body. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I've been born. I've been born again. through my mother's womb for a second time. But what happened to me came down from heaven and what happened to me came down from heaven. It shook me. It changed me. It transformed me. I, I don't know. It put a running in my feet. Y'all ain't helping me over here. Jesus he took me and caused me to be a brand new man. I can now, my God, identify with Paul. Paul said, I was a chief sinner. My God, don't even deserve what I have. But Jesus, because of his grace, made me an apostle, made me a minister to the Gentiles. And Paul says, Woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. What was Paul said? I'm not telling you that I've been good. I'm not telling you that I've been great. But on a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. 
my God, the emblems of suffering and shame. For Paul said, on that hill, something happened. Blood came out. Blood was trickled down. Blood was given for my deliverance. The blood of Jesus, it cleansed me it washed me it caused me to be brand new I'm talking about the blood of Jesus how many of you have experienced the blood John said if we sin we have an advocate with the father I don't know why you won't use your life all he wants you to do is tell the truth Put your hands on the Bible and tell God I'm guilty. Tell the Lord that was me. But you also told me if I confess what I did that was wrong, you will be faithful and just to forgive me. I don't know why we are walking around here bound by the enemy. of his glory. He didn't stop there. But he said there is surpassing power. Surpassing greatness of his power to us who believe these in according with his mighty working strength. Then he also reminded us you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses in sin even though we were dead because of our sin he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. I'm telling you, church, I don't believe that God has brought us this far to leave us, my God, wondering who he is and what he's already done. Don't you let the devil... Steal your Jesus. Don't let him lie to you. Don't let him allow him to put you in a place. I, I left the hospital Thursday. And I had double surgery. And they put me to sleep. And when I woke up, all I had on my mind was, I'm going to church. My wife had to help me walk out of the hospital. And then one of the workers said he needed a wheelchair. You just can't. Can't, he can't lean on her and put the weight on her. And she says, thank you, woo. But I, 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 I got in the car, and I was, you know, drugged from the anesthesia, and, you know, been knocked out. But, but when I got home, I said, I'm going to rest a little while. She says, why are you going to rest a little while? I said, because I'm going to church. 
since you just had a procedure. You just went under the knife. And now you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to go to church. I said, I said, I said, I said. I said. I believe that what Jesus said to Satan, he says, what is written? Man should not live by when I understood what that word bread, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. That word is translated rhema. And rhema constitute my God, a word from the Lord. And at that time, I needed a word from the Lord. But the rhema was in John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word. And that word was the logos of God. It is where God began to talk and give my God rhema to us. So what I need from heaven was the logos of God. The mind of God to be translated to the word of God. So I can tell the devil, man shall not live by rest alone. But by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Somebody say yes. Well, some of you may be just one word away from your breakthrough. I told you Elder Smith was trying to get you to that one word, which is called praise. I know y'all don't believe it. But what the man of God was trying to say to you, if you just learn how to steal the devil place. See, the devil was around the throne with God. It was the devil's responsibility to worship as a cherubim. But when he got kicked out of heaven, my God, even the angels are mad with you. God says, but you have the opportunity. For he created you in Revelation 4 and 11. He created you for worship. He created you to give him glory. And Sitting down on God. It's a normal thing to worship God. It's a normal thing to give God the glory. But in my clothes, Paul says, therefore. Paul said, all of this ascended in splendor in the glory of God. Therefore, in comparison to what you've been through and what you have seen, he says, Therefore, how can you walk as the other Gentiles in the vanity of your mind? Where vanity means that you, you now pursue out the empty aims. I'm going to say this again for you young, beautiful African American women. You shooting for the wrong aim. He ain't never changing. He always gonna be sorry unless you take and get him saved. Washed in the blood of the Lamb. Be manufactured by Jesus. He'll still be 
stick to you that'll cause a lot of horror and heartache. But find you, find you sanctified. Not just a man, but get a sanctified man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm messing up some of these boys' games. I'm going to mess it up. You don't need that sorry nigga that my God can't do nothing but lay between the sheets. You need a man that'll take responsibility and marry you and serve the Lord. You want a man of God. I caution you. You got the wrong aim. You got the wrong aim. Don't aim for low. Aim for high. Do something different. I'm telling you right now. Married couples, you got to, my God, understand that what God has put together, let no one put asunder. I tell my wife, I says, honey, don't you get mad with the other woman. I said, you get mad at me because I brought her in. And what you need to do is worry about me. I believe that God is trying to bring us to understand that what we have is a symbolicness of union together. And when we love one another like we should love one another, can't nobody come between us. Y'all ain't helping me. But I'm trying to tell you, we got to aim for things, my God, that's holy and that is above. My God from heaven, you got to be what God called you to be in this last hour. Jesus is soon to come. I wish I had a church that was, my God, getting ready. My God being ready. Telling the Lord. I'm living my life like you're getting ready to come tomorrow. I'm living my life like you're getting ready to come. So therefore, Paul says, why walk and aim low? Because you have not learned Christ that way. Paul says you haven't learned Christ that way. Ever since they lifted them up on the cross, he's been lifting and he's been ascending ever since. Ever since they lifted up the Savior and he got up the third day, he's been glorifying those in who will submit themselves to him. I'm looking for a church that says to themselves, when I look at myself, do I see Jesus? When I look at my walk, do I see Jesus? When I do what I do, do I see Jesus? Well, that was only one man that when they checked the tomb, he wasn't there. Muhammad is still there. Buddha is just a stature. Confucius is still a man that died. But my God, when they checked the tomb, Jesus is not there because he's the only one in his claim to do what he did. So you didn't learn a defeated Christ. You learned an overcoming Christ. You learned a Christ that my God 
was the promise of his word. So Paul said, don't you allow the teachings that the woman of God taught you. Don't you allow those teachings that she personified Jesus. She brought in display Jesus Christ. She followed what the Bible declares. She told you what Jesus said. She preached Jesus. She said Jesus. She lifted up Jesus. She talked about Jesus. Did I say she preached Jesus? She talked about Jesus. She said it's because of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He's the greatest thing that ever happened to us. Somebody called his name. I wonder, do you still know him? Is his name Jesus? Is he still the apple of your eye? Is he still your all in all? Is he still the center of your joy? If someone has lost that way with Jesus, will you help them by saying, I know a man. I know a man from Galilee. Open blind eyes and set people free. John said he could not recall all the miracles that he done. That much more that he has done. And I believe right now God sent me to tell you don't compromise your Jesus. You're too far gone. Don't compromise your stance. Stand up and be counted for. Don't let the devil steal what's rightfully yours. I need some folk that will start taking authority. I told you in the earth, God said, let them have to me. Got too many casualties in the body of Christ that we don't need. Time for everybody to gear up and prepare for what's happening. So you won't be bamboozled by Black Lives Matter if you understood that platform. See, that platform is a go to go against the nucleus family. To go against what God designated as man and woman. And here you are standing up declaring for this organization that goes against your God. I want to know where they were three weeks ago when there were four killers in Durham. Four of our young black. Did I say black? Black. Black Lives Matter. Black. I want to know where they were. Did they march in Durham for those lives? I want to know uh, uh, is they there at the abortion clinic? Where, where 23 patrons 
went to get an abortion. And 18 of them was young African-American girls. I wonder where were Black Lives Matter then. We have aborted more more, more of our black babies have been aborted because it's designed. See, see, you, you get all uproar on police brutality, but you don't teach your boys either. When they meet authority, they better keep their hands down. See, see, a lot of that stuff is a retroactive of their attitude. That somebody need to slap them two ways from Sunday before they leave the house. Tell them how to respect authority. And then you get mad at the police. And then you get mad at him. But in your house, he done knocked you around. You can't control. Somebody need to get him. See, see, he says, put off the conversation. The word conversation is, is it, it means lifestyle. Things that you communicate. He said, put them off. And then he says, have your, have your mind renewed by the Holy Ghost. Be transformed. Saints, we got to change our mind. We got to change our minds. Saints, come on. Yes. Stuff is old. It's old, man. When God formed man from the dust of the ground, He formed the anatomy. He didn't make a mistake. He formed the anatomy. And he did not put something else in there to make them believe that they are that way. He didn't do it. Doctors have concluded that the Ana is not even able to take that type of impact. So they, they what happens after a while, you got to wear diapers. Now, now you got to know that it has to be a spirit. Ain't no way in the world that that can. Man, I'm glad they put me in the street for my procedure. Ain't no way in the world I could have seen that joker do what he had to do. Glad they put me in the street. But the wickedness of our day. I'm closing. We cannot compromise. Jesus. We can't compromise. 
He said, you put on a new man. Yes. Created. Yes. Alpha. Righteousness. Yes. And true holiness. Man of God said, this is an apostolic, prophetic yes. atmosphere. Yes. Where it is built on the foundation of Jesus Christ. And no other foundation can be laid except that which has been laid on Jesus. You can rest upon your feet. I know y'all ready for me to stop. I'm After I got from Mexico, that um, I made him a promise. I said I'll fight for my brothers and my sisters, even if it costs me popularity, friendship, family. I fight for the right for you to be free. Do not believe that at this hour we've been churching all of our life, Pastor. And I'm not about to get to the end and compromise Jesus. I'm not gonna let it happen. I'm not gonna let it come into an establishment. That wasn't made by me. This was made by 